What are some basic principles you keep in the back of your mind to help reshape an aggressive red zone dog's behavior? Well, you need to learn. It's not that it's to the back of my mind. It's to the top of my mind. So in order to stop a dog from being aggressive, you need to first make it suck to be aggressive. And then the real, then the hard work begins. So you need to know how to stop it with overwhelming consequences. Not underwhelming, but overwhelming. So a dog goes after another dog. You need to overwhelm it with massive amounts of discomfort in a planned, coordinated, one to three second fashion that makes sense to the dog. Yes, I just said that. Feel free to make it into a clip and use it against me. But anybody that works with aggression knows this as well. They just might not say it. But this, and then you start doing the training. But you need to stop it. You need to stop it immediately. Or you'll have, a, you'll have an injured animal or an injured human. Then you start working on all of your counter conditioning and all of your exposure. And then you can go a little bit more of your lower level, of your, of your softer training. But to start, you come in with overwhelming force. Just, that's, the re, that's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. So that's, that's the answer. So you need to learn how to do it that's safe, efficient, and the dog understands it. Next. Waiting on me. Hey, everybody. How are you? We're live. And I'm doing a camera adjustment here. Good evening, everybody. Kira's drinking some water. Kira, over here, sweetheart. Come on. Plots. Hi, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is Joelle. She's sitting next to me. We've got Amy Hello. in front of us, but no one's going to know about Amy <laughs> at all. We're going to have a contest to see if we can, who can turn her red the quickest. So, Even all the way over there. <laughs> that's right. So put the put the light right up on her. Amy's going to take over the show halfway through, and she's going to ask all the questions. Did oh, know, really? Did you know that? <laughs> Ooh! That's what he used to do to me, too. He used to put her on the spot, just like that. It's the best way to learn. Best way to learn. Anyway, we've got a, um, a dog training center up in Providence, Rhode Island. We specialize in behavior modification, and we do um, a lot of aggression rehab, high levels of leech reactivity, um, tons of anxiety, lots of fear um, uh, rehab. But we also do basic obedience, you know, basic obedience and unleash and off-leash obedience. I personally travel the world doing dog training seminars. You can go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Actually, I was just in Frederick, Maryland this weekend coming up. So next weekend, I guess that would make it officially, is going to be um, right outside of uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Weekend after that, I'm down in Atlanta. And... um, Seminars are a lot of fun. It's a great, great two days. The show that, that we're on right now, though, is we do that three times a week. This is a 90-minute show tonight. It's Saturday night, Saturday night, 90-minute show. And you're going to hear me talk a lot about punishment. Apply a punisher, learn how to punish. Um, you're going to think that's all we do. We don't. Um, whenever we want to train a wanted behavior, we use a reward-based system. Um, historically, food is our reward. Yes is our marker for that. Um, but to stop an unwanted behavior, you would say no, and then you would apply a punisher. The only way to stop an unwanted behavior is through the proper application of punishment. So you're going to hear me talk a lot about that because most of the questions are, if you 
follow them, read the narrative. A lot of folks are not reading the narrative or listening to the narrative. It's how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? <clears throat> reward gets you more of, punishment gets you less of. So therefore, if we reward something, we would get more of that behavior. So we need to punish it to get less of that behavior. It's pretty simple concepts that we that we do. Um, the, the, the question's need about three hours, three days, three weeks to actually properly do, but you're going to get about 15 seconds answer. Um, but I've got thousands of videos that I can, you can follow up with. And then if you dig down deep inside the, um, the archives, you can really fully actually off leash train your dog, rehab your dog for free. Um, so there's a little dollar sign down at the bottom. The dollar sign is something that YouTube um, has put together for creators to put out lots of content for free. It's a way for the community to actually um, pay them back and you can pay them back. And I, the, the fun part is if you pay them, if you make a, um, a payment, your question goes to the top of the queue. You don't have to pay to get your questions answered. We try to get through all the questions. Some weeks we do, some weeks we don't. And Joelle is going to start by reading the questions. Michelle Anderson. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Michelle. How hey, are Michelle. you? Sandy says hi. Hey, Sandy. What's going on? Melissa says hello, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, well, Melissa. Good to have you here, Melissa. Carol, gorgeous day today. Sat on the porch with 14-month-old dogs. They didn't bark at anyone walking, running, or riding by the house. Um, where's the rest? I don't know. That's good. We'll just call that. We'll leave it at that. And yep. we'll say congr- <laughs> Sounds good. congratulations. It was, a gorgeous, <laughs> it was a gorgeous day here in Providence, Rhode Island as well. Awesome. Postway, happy Sabbath, guys. Cool. Thank you. None, neither of us celebrate the Sabbath, but we'll take it next. Cool. Sandra, woohoo. Howdy and let's go. Hey, Sandra. Holding on dog training. Hi, guys. Love from Florida. Hey, what's going on, Ashley. Florida? Um, Ash gave us this little sign. Yep. Cool. Rock on. Yeah. Rock on. Hey, for, all the, for all the folks in Spotify, SoundCloud, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Google platforms, and all the other uh, streaming platforms, we're just making hand signals right now. <laughs> Pedro says hi. Hey, Pedro. Lynn says hi. Megan says hello. Onyx says hi. Cool. Hello, everyone. Kara, I live near a large field where I let my dog run before I go to work. Is this okay instead of taking her on a structured walk all the time? Yeah, absolutely. I, bar- I don't walk my dogs. I barely walk my dogs. I run my dogs three, four times a day. My pool will be open in a couple weeks here, so I'll be swimming them multiple times a day. You know, throwing a little bit of obedience in there, though. You know, do some, do some you know, some sits, some downs, um, you know, walk away from your dog, call your dog to you, do some recall training, you know, definitely have some fun with it. Next. Andrew. Hi, it's Jen. How would you correct leash reactivity in public places, pet smart walks, etc.? Dog barks at people, kids and dogs. Well, the barking, let's get under control before you even go in, into like a pet smart. So you want to role play that in public, you know, barking is relatively simple to stop. Um, that's, you know, a remote collar is going to be your best friend on that one, but you can also do a prong collar with a leash pop. So, you know, you want to get the dog to understand the concept of we just don't bark in public, you know, so you can do that, but you can role play it. So for instance, we role play it. We do interior work, but you can work around your neighborhood, work on your street, work on your front yard, um, go to places that are not as busy um, and just get your dog to understand the concept of like, why would you bark? It's funny when, when people see like 15 dogs in our socialization yard, a lot of people come and like, why aren't they barking? And I'm like, why would they like, why would they be barking? Like, why would dogs be barking in socialization? There's nothing to bark at. So um, I think a lot of people just think that dogs are supposed to bark when they're on walks. And it's like, just tell them they're not supposed to. And they won't. So a good leash pop on a prong collar will do it. A remote collar stem will also do it. Next. 
Jim Bob, my question is that when I give my dog a bath, I can put soap on him, but while I rinse the soap off him, he jumps out of the tub and won't let me rinse him off. That sounds like a, you know, that's not something we do. I mean, we bathe dogs, but that's going to be a, a, a grooming question. Just put a leash on your dog and keep your dog in the tub. You also can actually just hold your dog down outside, bathe your dog outside. I'm not sure where you live. If it's a freezing cold climate, you can't. But if you have a leash on your dog, put your, put your dog, um, um, in there, or if the dog jumps out when you rinse, rinse first and wash second. There you go. Next. Cassandra. Hi, guys. I live in a state where dogs are always off leash and run up to me and my dog. How do you recommend pepper? Do you recommend pepper spray or pet safe citronella spray or something else? Not citronella spray at all. Citronella spray is pretty much a joke. Um, I, I always recommend bear spray. They also make something called the doggy don't. The problem with that is it'll freak out your own dog. You know, it, 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 I'm sure the whole state does not have a no leash law. So if it is a leash law area, even if people normally have their dog off leash, you have the right to walk in the area with um, uh, with a leash um, on. Um, so you know that's what I do, and I just take I just take every off leash dog that runs up to me as a threat. Next, top chat, top chat. twenty pounds. It looks like looks like from UK some money. Um, Tokajo German. Uh, um, Euros. You guys are on the Euro over there. I remember. I remember when. Um, God, I used to go over there when it was the Mark. Was it the Mark? The German Mark? When I was over in Germany. Yeah, back in the day. You guys went to the Euro, and I wasn't a big fan of that. Anyway, thank you, Tokaj. <laughs> no question. No question attached to that. But I'm sure you got a question underneath. Sandy, seven month old Golden has started to snap and snarl. That sounds about right. You know, it's a lot of people. You know, at seven months old, nine months old, they start doing it. So. I would need a little bit more context, but bottom line is the only way to stop snapping and snarling is through a proper application of a punisher. So you'd say the word no, and then apply your punisher. So if the dog's doing it, you, you can just give it a leash pop. You can bonk the dog. If we're going to talk about bonkers a lot, bonker is just a towel wrapped up. There's nothing in it. I've got a video on how to make it, how to apply it. Yes. You throw it at the dog. Yes. You throw it extremely firmly. Um, no, you're not going to hurt your dog. I whizzed one at my chihuahua the other day, knocked off its feet, actually. Um, and guess what? She shut up. She was being a pain in the ass. You know, so it's a great, it's a great, it's a great tool. This is what messes up dogs. Anger. Anger and a lack of access to proper tools is what mess up dogs. So the great thing about a remote collar is you growl at me. I, I say no. I correct you. We're done. We're done. Next. What's that dog's name? Your little chihuahua? Fabian. Fabian. Ryan, have a dog to 280 with long fur contacts on a mini husky. He yelps at 35, but cannot tell up to that point where he feels it. Is working level in the high 20s reasonable or user error? Um, it's possible, but it's possibly it can be fit. Look for look for muscle stim. So look really closely to see if you see stim, but you want to make sure that's really, really, really snug really snug. It's not unheard of, but make sure you're rig really digging that, that, uh, those contact points, um, in so you get skin contact. Next. Josue, my now one-year-old GSD mix broke her long line today and jumped over the fence again. I'm so glad I had the e-collar on. It's the only reason she recalled to me. Awesome. What kind of fucking cheap ass long line do you have? <laughs> what are you using? Spun cotton? <laughs> my God. Next. Anna, hey, what is your opinion on clicker trainers? We clicker train. Mm -hmm. That's how we train dogs to do stuff. 
my opinion on on clicker trainers is is if you know how to train a dog, that's awesome. Yeah, click. You can't really, you can't like most trainers like we clicker train, sport dog trainers clicker train. I have a problem with people that are mean. That's my only problem. Are mean people? I don't give a shit how you train. Like how you train does not make who you are at all. And that's the problem. It's like how you train does not make who you are. Just like the color of your skin does not make who you are. Your religion does not make who you are. You're either a nice person or a not nice person. I like nice people. I don't like not nice people. It's simple concepts. So how you train and if you're nice, that's fine with me. It's fine with me. I'm big on ethics. I'm big on um, transparency. I'm big on the truth. So, um, but we click or train as well. Next. Nancy, how can I get my dog to stop being anxious? She's a four-year-old pity. So anxious is a 24-7 training protocol. Watch what we do. Consume yourself with our videos. The biggest thing is um, massive amounts of structure. No free roaming. Hold your dog accountable. Do lots of duration work. That's that's right there. Watch my separation anxiety video. But just, just follow us. Follow our videos. All the stuff we're doing. Everything you do. When you see all these dogs at our training center all relaxing on place, those are all highly reactive, anxious dogs. But they're doing okay because of the things that I just mentioned. Next. Nicole, any suggestions for a dog that whines about everything? If I correct, he whines even more. Um, I don't know how you're correcting. I don't know what your skill set is and how you correct. Some people say they correct, but I'm like, that's not a correction. So technically, it's not a correction if the dog keeps doing it, right? So, you know, whining, a remote collar is great for whining. It's usually an arousal problem. Sometimes people are also talking too much, which escalates the whining, um, or their timing could be a little bit off. Next. Michelle, a tragic tale. Couple has adult large breed dog, got a seven-week puppy, same breed. Intro was put the puppy out with adult unsupervised. That's fucking stupid. All good until Granny put table scraps into dog bowl. That's even stupider. Male adult killed the puppy. What would Jeff have done differently? Um, The opposite of what they did. Good night, Angelo. Good night, Angelo. Love you. See you. What's your hope today? So what would I have done? Common sense is what I I have done. What do you think I would do? All the things that most likely you would do. Next. Um, Ash says, Josue, I have a GSD too. Awesome. Carol, only one incident. One man had a wagon with a squeaky wheel. Ember tackles went up, but he didn't bark or growl. I didn't correct for the hackles. Should I have? Yeah, you can correct for the hackles. Just no. And then remote collar. Next. Lisa, I'm fostering a dog that is feral. Long story. And get little support from the rescue. Unable to touch her without cornering or catching her in a crate. Chihuahua mix. Had her inside three months. Um, I don't know. if there's So you're not getting any support from the rescue. Go figure. Of course you're not. Because they don't give a shit about you. Okay. So if it's a truly feral dog that you can't touch, what's the game plan? Are you what, what's the what's the game plan for the dog? Are you trying to grow your angel wings? And I'm not putting you down. I'm not insulting you. But three months, you could have rehabbed 
at least three dogs, if not six dogs. So what's the game plan? Um, I've worked with feral dogs. I've worked with true feral dogs that will never make a family pet. So what's the game plan? So these are dogs that are tremendous flight risks. They blow their anal glands. They're not interested in physical touch. They're not interested in human contact. You can spend, yeah, well, if we spend a year working with them, a year, that's 12 dogs that could have gone through your home as a, on a foster that probably were, were killed instead. So, you know, it's, I mean, it's a chihuahua. It don't eat much. So there's that. But you're not going to get support from the rescue. I don't know of any rescue that knows how to work with feral dogs. I don't know my, many dog trainers that know how to work with feral dogs. So, you know, believe it or not, feral dogs, compulsion, yep, force. Because that they won't, they, 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 they're so irrational thinking that you can't wait them out. Next. Um, 499 tap from Grant. How to hire and train so your staff don't immediately leave and become your competition. Grant, use better judgment on training. And hiring, I mean, it's not a, so pick better people, pick better people. That's all I would say. So you, you need to make better, better choices on, on, on hiring. That's so that's, that's, that's an individual process for every company all depends on what your program is. So believe it or not, running a business is extremely difficult. That's why most people won't succeed. Training dogs is the easy part, but it's hard. Running the business is the hard part. Very few can make it work. Very, very few can make it work. And I think a lot of folks don't realize that when they get into it. So they have a certain skill set, graphic design, accounting, dog training, um, um, you know, name, name any skill set, and then they want to start their own company. That's the hard part. Most will fail. Because there's so many variables to it. So what I would say is pick better people, which is a vague statement, but it's not something that's going to be answered in this like in this format. Next. Um, Sandy, well, we put on her e-collar and we have to use it inside because we have underground fence. What should we do? Um, well, your e-collar doesn't conflict with your underground fence. So you can use an e-collar actually outside as well. You can use an e-collar inside and outside, even with underground fencing. It's different technology, and it has a different purpose. Underground fence has one purpose and one purpose only. High-level shock to keep a dog secured into, a, into, an, into an area. So a remote collar you can use for everything. You can whisper or shout with a collar. Next. Wiley, what's your method of putting on a muzzle? Um, if the dog is easy and friendly, just pop the muzzle on. Um, if the dog is not... We want the dog to be muzzle conditioned, but if we don't have time because the dog is trying to attack us and we can't even handle the dog through force, through force. And that's usually a two to three person protocol to do. It's not pretty, but it's a lot prettier than ending up in the emergency room through getting bit. If the dog is dog aggressive, but okay with humans, you have time to actually muzzle condition your dog. And that's done with um, a clicker and food in the muzzle. Next. Um, Kara is having my dog off to the side of a path in a down while another dog walks by a good way to teach my dog not to be reactive on the leash. Also her hair stands up even when she's resisting reaction. Um, I, I'm a big fan of movement, not a big fan of having a dog still, um, in that situation. I mean, but if it's working for you, do it. I would rather, I prefer to create space, walk by 
and make sure my dog isn't scanning and loading and doing any sort of like thinking about being reactive. Um, and yes, you would correct for the the hair stands up, which because that's arousal. Next. His two parts. Caitlin, how to deal with nervousness in the car. My dog has had car sickness issues since eight weeks old. She's over a year now. Was told she would get over it, but it's gotten out of hand. She holds down stay in the car and even sleeps going down the highway. Has trouble with stoplights and turns and gets nauseous. Pretty sure it's due to nervousness. I really want to avoid meds. So this is the thing. We don't directly deal with car sickness, but we stop car sickness historically. And the way we do that is through our program. And a lot of the car sickness is based on arousal. So, and then, so what we do is when we put, when we eliminate arousal in the dog, when we put the dog into a structured training program and hold the dog accountable, put them in the car, put them in a down and go, you find, you find that a lot of times um, the car sickness goes away organically. What I'm finding a lot of people doing is, is you all know I've got a big mouth and I talk a lot, but when I train dogs, I actually don't talk much at all. So most dog training can be done silently and through implied training. So what I would say is listen to what you're saying. Get your dog to be not aroused in a downstay. Now, I'm not against doing, there's plenty of people out there that are doing some essential oils that are working great for car sickness, but that's not my level of expertise. Next. Noah, how would you deal with a fearful dog bolting, bicycle, baby stroller, wild kids, etc.? I've tried prong and e-collar to correct with little success. Would both together have any benefit? It's not about using them both together. The tools alone do nothing. Remember, guys, tools don't train dogs. Dog training trains dogs. Tools help communicate the message. Without the proper training, the tool is useless. So... How can a dog bolt from you if it's staying next to you? How can a dog bolt for you, bolt if it's in a down where it doesn't break command? That's 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 the thing. The last thing I want anybody to do is have the dog not in a proper heel, go find bicycles, the dog freaks out, and then correct it with a remote collar. That's not what we do. That's not the proper application of the remote collar. Have the dog in a proper heel. Don't let that dog get out of the heel. So a dog that's probably healing next to you, how could it bolt? So that's what's happening. Or even worse, the dog's off leash, it gets spooked, and you're just correcting it with a remote collar. It'll just run away farther. Next. GMC Tech, start e-collar training tomorrow on my Boxer Lab next. He's scared of life, LOL. Believe it or not, remote collars are great for really fearful dogs. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, so you're shocking the fearful dog? If that's the way you want to spin it, okay. But there's an art to it, and it's one of the most fantastic things. Because you can't use food because they're too fearful. There's only, you know, if we could, we would. But they won't take food. And if they take food, they're not fearful. Next. Um, Tom says vlogs. How would you stop a dog from jumping on you or jumping on other people or guests? That takes three seconds. It's easy to, it's easier to stop a dog from jumping than it is to teach a sit. 
So I've got a video on my YouTube channel, How to Stop Jumping. It shows it with a leash and prong. You can also do it with a, um, a remote collar. The way you, the magic to stopping jumping is you make jumping suck. It is as simple as that. You don't teach sit. You don't ignore. You don't turn your back. You don't, you know, you, you, you literally make it suck to jump. The dog stops jumping. I demonstrated at 100% of my seminars right there, live, in person, and it works 100% of the time. Next. Wiley, what are some basic principles you keep in the back of your mind to help reshape an aggressive red zone dog's behavior? Well, you need to learn. It's not that it's in the back of my mind. It's in the top of my mind. So in order to stop a dog from being aggressive, you need to first make it suck to be aggressive. And then the real, then the hard work begins. So you need to know how to stop it with overwhelming consequences. Not underwhelming, but overwhelming. So a dog goes after another dog. You need to overwhelm it with massive amounts of discomfort in a planned, coordinated, one to three second fashion that makes sense to the dog. Yes, I just said that. Feel free to make it into a clip and use it against me. But anybody that works with aggression knows this as well. They just might not say it. But this, and then you start doing the training. But you need to stop it. You need to stop it immediately. Or you'll have a, you'll have an injured animal or an injured human. Then you start working on all of your counter conditioning and all of your exposure. And then you can go a little bit more of your lower level of your, of your softer training. But to start, you come in with overwhelming force. That's the, that's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. So that's, that's the answer. So you need to learn how to do it. That's safe, efficient, and the dog understands it. Next. Um, Anna, my dog, mixed breed, whines whenever she gets excited. It works in the car when we're going to the dog park. Is there no stopping her? Do you have any recommendations on how to get her to calm down? Number one, Anna, I would stop going to a dog park. I'm not against dog socializing. I'm not against play groups. I'm not against socialization. Dog parks are not good for many reasons. Behavior, disease, unknown dogs, unknown people. Um, but as far as whining is considered, it's normal. Your dog's excited. Um, you can create calmness. Um, so that's all based on arousal. A remote collar is going to be your friend. What you can do is you can do a couple of things. Stop the whining, but then also tell the dog to lie down. But don't tell the dog to lie down to stop the whining. Stop the whining first. That's the best way that we found to do that is with a remote collar. Um, but you want to practice that in probably not heading to the dog park, which will be the most, which will be the hardest thing to do. You want to try to find that in other ways that are not so difficult. Next. Shalanda. Hey, Jeff and Duell. After the seminar, I finally got the boyfriend to do structured walks. He even admitted it's much easier. Thanks for everything. Shalanda. Good. Now you can take your freaking profile down from match.com. <laughs> we'll let him stick around a little bit. Next. Juan, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Last show I asked about the training, the out command, but didn't specify it was the give me space out. 
It was the end of the show and I felt bad to ask again. Anyways, here I am asking again. So the way you can do out, out means technically get out of here. What you do is you have somebody else have a leash on the dog or you have a leash on the dog and the dog walks up to a person. You would say out. You would use the remote collar at a level that the dog would feel and you would guide the dog away from the person. So out, guide the dog away from the person. Out meaning get out of here. Um, And it's done with a leash to give guidance because you want to give some direction. You want to give some direction. Next. C-Dubs Fitness used e-collar to correct my blind Dane for jumping up on my mom. Worked great, but mom said, now she'll hate coming up to me. Five seconds later, my dog went up to her very calm. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, you're not, as as, as long as the dog understands that, Humans aren't bad, and how do you do that? Because by not jumping, I'll give you, I'll give you physical touch. You know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you affection. So, um, but that's obviously worked textbook. If you haven't signed up for our um, page, make sure you like Solid Canine Training, and then also hit your notifications. Hit your notifications next. Small engine, Luca. I've been using hey as an interrupter and no as a punisher. Recall off a high-level distraction works best with, hey, here. Am I setting myself for training pitfall using the interrupter? Small Engine Luca, if it's working for you, then give it a shot. But for recall off a high-level distraction works best with, hey, well, it's just a word. I mean, hey can mean anything. All that matters is what's the dog do after that. So, you know... To me, you might be making it more complicated. For recall, I want to be pretty efficient. It's just pretty much here. One word, here. Um, most dogs are going to be pretty good distance away from you. So it's, we, just, we say here. If the dog doesn't recall, it'll be no. Punisher applied. Then you can always say here again. Next. Ash, I'm working with someone local to me with a pit, and the dog is insanely leash reactive due to not enough stimulation at home. I told her which prong to get to use while we work with her dog and she got the wrong one. I tried training nibs as a yes treat and she didn't want them. However, wanted the people food the owner offered. How do I train her? How do I train the owner to listen to what I'm telling her? Okay. So it didn't want. Okay. So, nibs. so, so you have the wrong client. That's your job. Your job is the art of training humans. So you probably have the wrong clients. Now, why would the dog want the, 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 the food that you're offering if there's something better, most likely? So the owner has to get on board. The owner has to follow your rules. So we make the rules with our clients. The, the, the client doesn't make the rules. We make the rules. We're the experts. If they want to make the rules, let them train their dog themselves. So it's like, this is how we're going to train. And if they don't like it, well, then they don't use your services, which is fine. Remember, we're on a voluntary transaction, you know, business. Everybody that comes to us comes to us voluntarily. It's a transaction that they that they give us the money voluntarily. Nobody's forced to. And then we do that we do the work. So, if they want to go against it, that's boundary issues that you have. You need to tell people, "No, this is how we're doing it." Next. Um Tiffany, where did you get your German Shepherd artwork? Um, from uh, what's Aaron? It was Aaron. Aaron paints. Aaron. Oh shit! 
Her name is Erin Freeland, F-R-E-E-L-A-N-D, E-R-I-N. I forgot her Instagram handle though, but she's not. But she's she's on Instagram. She's on Instagram. That's that's Kira. Next, Jessica. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I took my dog out for a structured walk, and when we were done, I let her go explore. She went after squirrels two different times, and I let her, but was still able to call her off. Awesome! Woo-hoo. Congratulations. That's great. Um, Ash says it's a complete hot mess. She doesn't listen to anything I'm asking her to do, so it's nothing but causing major setbacks and very frustrating and not fair to the dog. So leave, fire the client. What are you doing? Fire the client. Next, top chat. Top chat. Four ninety nine. Holding on dog training. Your passion to help people. Amazing, amazing advice and blunt honesty is why I love you guys. Loving the conversation tonight. Great show. Thanks. How's my goat doing? How's little Joel? I need to know. <laughs> Nicholas, e-collar beep function seems to work better than stim for training recall. Dog seems to automatically return to me. Seems more out of fear, though. Thoughts? I don't know how you train. Is it what are you talking about? The the vibrate? Beep. Oh, the beep function. Oh, beep. You must have trained the dog to come to you for somehow. Does it come to you out of fear? That might be your interpretation of it. Use tons of food. I don't know. I have no idea how you train recall. Next. Um, Kelly, how should my GSD be before using the mini educator? He's how old? He's 4.5 months old now. Um, and should it only be used for commands that he already knows? I mostly want to strengthen recall while off leash outside. So he's 18 weeks old. Well, first of all, you have a long journey ahead for recall training. So not too many dogs pre six months old, they're going to have great recall. So what you can do is you can, you can train new commands with it, or you can use it to layer over existing commands, and it's all done with tons of food, a long line for recall, and the remote collar. And it does come with an owner's manual, and then there's also lots of free videos online. Next. Caitlin, my dog howls frequently after he's left outside for as little as 10 minutes and runs to the door as if I'll let him in because he's conditioned to think that's what I'll do. What should I do? Use a, re- use a remote collar to shut up the howling. Next. Marisol, I was wondering if anxious and nervous dogs are trained similar. Thank you for your help. Yeah, pretty much. Next. Mike donated $1. Oh, thank you, Mike. Michael, any advice to help a dog adjust to a move, moving from an apartment to a house tomorrow with a 10-month-old and 3-year-old dog? Well, it's you're moving tomorrow, so you're sort of fucked on the advice that I give you, right? So what I would say is pre-move, which I guess is right now, you would do massive amounts of structure. So the best thing I can say to do, do is don't feel like you have to give your dog tons of freedom because they'll probably piss and shit all over the house. So lots of structure, lots of structure. That's what, that's what I can say. And congratulations on your move. Next. Um, Donovan, 16 week old puppy only stops bad behavior. When I bring out the bonker, once I put it up, he continues bad behavior. What's that about bad behavior, such as jumping? Um, you have a four month old dog. The only thing it's probably really good at is eating, shitting and pissing. So that's what's going on with that. So it's four months old. It doesn't know anything. The thing is that it doesn't believe you. So what I would say is a 16-week-old dog shouldn't have much freedom. In the house, it should be on leash because it doesn't know anything yet. Massive amounts of structure. And um, you should be doing massive amounts of reps on all the good stuff. But your dog's going to make mistakes. It's only 16 weeks old. Next. 
Um, Cassandra, have you ever bear sprayed a dog? Yes, I have. Not as many times as I kick dogs, though. And when I say that, it's because from off-leash dogs charging me, I tend to kick them. Next. Mike, you two give me free super chat. Sharing the love with my favorite peeps. Joelle, love your smile. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. That was nice of you, Mike. Ryan, cool. is it pretty easy to adjust levels for each dog independently on a two-dog collar, or do you end up with the same stim for both? I know you can lock it in, but that seems dangerous. Don't lock, and you can adjust levels. You'll get really, really good at it. You'll get good at it. You'll be awkward at first, but you'll get good. Next. Angie, hey, guys. Love all that you do. My GSC will be one year in May. Should I expect any big behavior changes? He is super chill. Yes. Um, usually, a tw- usually you start, you know, you're just going into the cusp of adulthood and then up until eight, 18 months old, usually with your most dogs, it, it, you're not going to know what you got till two, till two years old, but just keep up with massive amounts of structure. Any small nonsense that creeps up, don't think the dog's going to grow out of it. Address it immediately. Next. Rebecca, how do you feel about dogs? trained to only listen to the owner i have no problem with that at all my dogs are pretty much trained to listen to me i don't want other people telling my dogs what to do so i have no problem with that at all i actually wish more people would do that next um aditya my dog mason oh a cop chat just came in my dog mason stopped pulling with the help of prong collar but he doesn't stop barking with strangers and the other dog by showing teeth, and it looks so dangerous. Well, it's not that it looks dangerous; it's that it's it's just rude. So you would say no and give a leash leash pop um, with the leash and the and the prong collar, and try to do that at the beginning of the sequence. Top chat of five dollars from Ryan. Thanks for answering questions. You guys are great, Ryan. Thank you. Next, um, Sandy, my seven month old golden wants to bite us when we put the e collar and or prong collar. She knows what's coming. Help. So that's a relationship thing. So, you know, obviously you don't want it. Um, Nobody should have their dog be biting them. So there's a couple of things you can do. Immediately, you would correct the dog for that. So if I had a seven-month-old dog or any age dog that tried to bite me for putting a collar on, and a lot of people say, well, that's because it's a prong collar and it's afraid of it. It's like, no, dogs do that with slip leads, martingales, head harnesses, flat buckle collars, chest harnesses, coats. that's That's what dogs do. So I would say no, and I would apply a punisher. And since the dog has no leash on yet or collar on, you're probably going to use the bonker. But let's stop that. Let's stop that now. Let's let's stop that firm, and let's get rid of that this week. So if your dog came to us for a boarding train, that would be stopped in three seconds. There's no effing way your dog is going to try to – a seven-month-old dog is going to try to bite me by putting on a collar. And um, now we have had dogs that, and I've documented it through videos. There's one in particular called um, Collar Conditioning by, what's that bulldog's name? Rupert. Rupert. Rupert Collar Conditioning. For three weeks, that dog only ate through putting his collar on. Every time he saw a collar or or a white towel to wipe off his paws, he attacked to the point where he put people in the hospital. So that was a little bit of a different protocol. Um, that dog was also is a practice biter, which was much older. Next. Um, Aditya, my dog, age is 10 months. Yep. Well, you're going to start seeing a lot of that now because between the dogs going and starting to get into like adulthood now. Next. Kara, when correcting for leash reactivity, my dog will yelp and continue to yell after I let off the remote. 
I usually have to bring my sport dog up to a six when passing another dog in order to break the stare. So what I would do is there's a, there's, there's a bunch of different nuances to this. Number one, you want to, um, and sport dogs run pretty hot too. So you want to get it at the beginning of the sequence, the beginning of the sequence. So you can start utilizing a little bit of space, a little bit of the correction, and you want to make sure you get it early enough. Next. Nicole, do you have any other shock collar brands you like? Can't afford an e-collar at the moment. Um, I wouldn't use anything besides an e-collar um, technology or a Dogtra. You can use a sport dog, but those run super hot, even on the lowest level. Garmin, good quality, but I don't like the handset on them. Um, I would not buy a cheap e-collar. So give up all everything. Make all your own food. Don't go out to dinner. Don't drink soda, beer, beer, or any other alcohol. Stick to water. Um, um, you know, just save money everywhere you can. Next. Kaylee J, this may be the 20th time saying this this past couple of weeks, but so excited for the seminar next weekend. See you both there. Awesome, Kaylee J. We'll see you so in. excited. In, can I meet Kaylee J? That's right, in Wisconsin. Next. Rebecca, at what age can I start making jumping suck? I have a puppy who does, but I don't want to start correcting too soon. Define puppy. I would start that. I mean, you can start it at 14 weeks old. I'm not going to use the same method that I do for a grown dog, but for a 14 week old, you know, puppy jumped on me, I would use a quick bonker and bonk him on the head. Absolutely. Next. And then you teach the dog that every time that it walks up to a human, it sits, but stop jumping first, then teach the command. Next. Melissa posted the link to your seminar. Thank you. Angela. My dog freaks out when I leave. I have the Garmin bark limiter. It stops excessive barking and hyper anxiety behavior, but does not register howling. No, it doesn't. But this hold is, on, hold on. Oh, How sorry. do I stop him from howling, whining, and pooping himself when he's in his crate at home alone? I always take him out before I leave. So, Angela, it's a multi-layered thing. So, the last thing I want anybody to do is just slap a collar on a dog and expect it to get results. There's, you can't expect to have your dog live a carefree lifestyle with no rules, no structure, no consequences, let it free roam, don't reinforce duration work, don't do mandatory crate time, let the dog be on the furniture, the bed, wander around what it wants to do, be a selective listener, and then try to stop crate stuff. It's, it's all together. Everything is connected. And then also over-affection. So most people are doing what I described. From the over-affection down. So when you're rehabbing a dog, you do the opposite. And then all of a sudden, then everything gets a little bit better. For howling, I would use a remote collar. So I know you can't use that from far away, but you'd start practicing it by leaving the house. And you can even get in your car set up a video camera and start correcting that next. Cassandra. Hey guys, having trouble getting a nervous dog to stop sprinting full force into the crate while teaching it the crate command with prong pressure. Any tips? Thanks. Yeah. Don't use, depends what you're calling pressure. If you're doing that whole pressure release slow thing, that's going to be bullshit in this situation. So walk up to the crate with a crate door closed, open up the crate door. If the dog tries to rush in, an extremely firm pop. Oh, seems harsh, but it's not. Teach the dog how to wait. That's how you're teaching the dog how to wait. You don't say wait, 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 stay, 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 sit, sit, sit. You actually don't say anything. That's actually a silent, that is actually a silent command. It's called default waiting at entries. 
Okay, next. Aldo, I want to know when we shock the dog with e-collar, how does the dog know we're the one that shocks it? I mean, how do they know that we're the one who gives the punishment? Does it matter? Well, you're the one that says no, number one. So it all depends on what it's for. But if you say no and apply the punisher, they'll know it probably came from you. But it doesn't matter who's holding the handset. You're the owner. It's your dog. So you say yes, they get a food reward. You say no, they get a consequence. Now, there are some instances where we call active God that I don't care. Who knows? The act of the dog doing something created the discomfort. For instance, eating poop out of a cat box. That act sucks. Getting up on the counter. Fence fighting. Barking in a crate. Getting into the trash. All those acts suck by default. There's no no, it just sucks. But for obedience work and behavior modification, you would say no and then apply the punisher. Next. Um, Cassandra also just signed up for the Patreon and Periscope because of all the amazing content. Thank you a million times over. Awesome. Just to let you know, I have not been on Periscope for a very long period of time, ever since I started doing YouTube lives. Next. Megan, I have a client who has been wanting super positive methods only, been trying to do it with their way, do it their way for many weeks, but they, I could, still couldn't easily walk the dog. Finally had to get real with them and say we need to try something else, a prong. The owner was so happy she was able to finally walk her dog easily. LOL, she even asked if the dog knows she's wearing it. So, Megan, first of all, well, first of all, congratulations. But why would you ever let a client dictate terms to you as a professional? They should have gone to the super positive dog trainer. Because for the reasons why you, you technically wasted time, you wasted their money and you wasted your time. Don't take clients that are not on board with your methods. So they can go to another trainer that trains the way that they want to be trained. This is how you train. You don't train super positive. You train a certain way. So you put all the ways you train on your website. You should have videos explaining how you train. You have videos demonstrating all the commands. You go through all of your tools, all of your philosophy. And then if the client is on board with that, then you have the transaction. Then you have the transaction. Next. Um, Melissa posted our Instagram link. Awesome. Tom Size Vlogs. Can you stop a dog from jumping with a prong collar? In your video, you wanted us to use an e-collar. Just curious. Now, you think I use a prong collar in the video in my house? Mm-hmm. I think I show it with a prong collar and a leash, correct? Yeah, yeah show the prong collar and a leash. Next. And do you recommend a prong collar for Boston Terrier puppy? I can't get her to stop pulling on the leash when walking. I recommend a prong collar for every breed of dog. Next. Um, Aditya, every time I ask my dog to go to the crate, she he hides under the sofa or bed. But when I called, he comes back. So how could your dog hide underneath the sofa if it's wearing a leash and it's the leash is four feet? Don't give your dog a command. I'm being snarky, but I'm also being serious. Any dog that is not underneath voice control should be on a leash. So have your dog on a leash and train kennel up. So what I would say is how many times have we trained sit and down? We do it a lot. How about kennel up? We never do it. So kennel up is a command. Kennel up, close the door, open the door. Dog doesn't rush, 
release the dog, put him in a sit, kennel up, boom, 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 all the time. Next. Um, holding on dog training. Little Joelle is amazing. She's a great big sister to the younger one. Sweet like her namesake. Ah, so cute. She's talking about the goat. Yeah, I, was, I know. I was, I was hoping. So but, cute. Because you're not helpful to anybody. I probably can't even hold her anymore. Um, yeah, you? You can freaking throw a damn full... Full-size one Full-size goat on your shoulders. Kelsey, I have an eight-month-old Australian cattle dog who doesn't listen at all, no matter what, outside, no matter how well-practiced and repeated focus or tools he just stares and nothing breaks his gaze help that's because it's outside so what you haven't tried is you haven't tried remote cower training remember none of your rewards are probably going to work outside right now so that's where remote cower training comes in when a lot of people see us train dogs inside and they see us using tools they're like i could do that without that it's like i can train a dog with a shoestring guys like literally a shoestring and a treat bag it's not that hard to do. But number one, that's going to that's gonna be greatly reduced outside with distractions. And then also, uh, they're not my dogs. Like, these are someone else's dogs. The owner can't. So that's why we love our tools. We love our tools because it will help the owner leverage their lack of experience and a relationship that's not all that great to get a dog to finally start listening to them. And then they can start building up the relationship. So remote collar training will override all that outside stimulus next um aditya my dog barks at guests so badly any idea i'm a big fan of you jeff thanks for everything okay any idea why how to stop it yeah take a bonker say no throw it at the dog next tomorrow um amy's going to do a bonking demonstration yeah okay right you can't ever do that Amy's been doing morning. How many do you do? One a day or two a day? I think you did two this morning, didn't you? What? We should Bonk. do a video of her bonking you. No. <laughs> For putting her under all this pressure all week. For um Instagram stories. Oh. Didn't you do did you do one video today or two videos today? One. Like like two segments, two fifty. Well, okay, yeah. Two. Yeah, I know, yeah, I saw. Proud of you. We're up to 30 seconds now. <laughs> 30, se- 30 seconds. <laughs> And then I got to run to the bathroom. <laughs> then I got to go throw up. I was the same way. You guys remember my lives? Woo. Scary. It's good. Scary. You're, you're definitely out of your comfort zone, correct? Cool. Like right now, you're out of your comfort zone, right? <laughs> it's good, though. She's like, if I don't talk right now, maybe he'll stop trying to engage. I'll just with blend it. in with the wall and they won't maybe, know I'm here. Maybe he'll, maybe, maybe he'll stop trying to talk to me next. <laughs> Uh, Carol, just a funny note. Every time I turn on your chat, Ember and Loki stop playing and lay down at my feet as soon as they hear your voice. Carol, believe it or not, that's pretty popular. It's, it's really, really popular. Oh, by speaking of that, hey, everybody, a lot of people like to watch, like whoever's watching us now, what I want you to do is take a photo of like your computer or if you, we have you up on the on the TV, if you're watching us on the TV with your dogs in place, because everybody, their dogs are supposed to be in place or down right now. You should be. This is what you should be doing during the show: eating food, watching dog in place. Take a photo, and then tag us on Instagram, and we'll post it next. Um, Janie just found your videos a couple of weeks ago, and you've changed our lives. You completely fixed our Chihuahua and Staffy's leash aggression and pulling. Wish I'd found you sooner. Thank you. Kudos to you for finding for finding for doing all the hard work. And don't worry about us find, finding me sooner. You found me when you were ready. Proud of you. Really proud of you. Next. 
Zach, how could you get a dog's used to getting nails cut? That's not my level of expertise. So that would be a um, go online and to YouTube and search for that video. There's some very, very skilled people out there that are way better than me to do that next. Ginger Beaches of Hawaii. I have a six-month-old puppy. She does pretty good on prong, but after a long walk, she starts pulling when she gets excited. I've been doing 180s when she gets like this. Any other suggestions? So what do your 180s look like? They probably don't look like my 180s, right? So watch my 180 video. 180 is not just turning. So watch my 180 video. It's a modified Keeler method. I assure you, your dog will stop pulling. Next. And by the way, we're trying to get to Hawaii. I want to do a seminar in Hawaii in November. Somebody on here, Ginger Beaches of Hawaii. Oh, yeah. We just read that, right? We just read that question. Great. Yeah. (laughs) I remember seeing it in the queue somewhere. That's good. What? You know what I really like about you? Just you pay attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a really long week for me. Thanks. Spring. <laughs> for a dog who's starting to come nippy when getting nails trimmed, would you correct behavior with bonker too? Absolutely. Next. Michael, I love these Q&As. Keep up the awesome work, Jeff. Thank you, Michael. Megan, thinking of quitting my shelter job, can't handle the purely positive, <laughs> and then saying we're using every way possible to help the dogs. What? The place I'm thinking of going, I don't like their e-collar. Um, I think it's a version of sport dog. What I, should I suck it up? I like everything else about them or keep looking. I also do dog training of my own on the side. Yeah. I mean, Amy, Amy runs a, um, an adoption shelter program and they allow tools, right? No, they don't. Okay. So Amy's incognito. In fact, I'm, I shouldn't even mention that anymore because they don't even know she's out here and she's going to go back. And she's going to lose her job. Just like Jackie in the UK did. Are you serious? Oh yeah. She came over here for a shadow program and she went back to the UK they literally kicked her off the three different boards of directors. Oh, yeah. Yep. Best thing that ever could have happened to her. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it in the time, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, but I this, don't worry about the collar. Don't worry about the collar. Maybe you can offer to be like, hey, can I use can I use e-collar technology collars? Next. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Kindness matters. Just started a training business. Do all dogs need a prong or are there situations where it's not necessary? Can you start on e-collar straight away or is layering over a prong a must? There's no musts. There's no musts. We do, but you don't have to. So I do, we get a lot of shadow students in and a lot of them come from different companies that do remote collar and martingale or remote collar and flat buckle. And they'll come to us and they'll be like, why don't you just start them on a prong and then layer the remote? And that that's not their business model, which is why. And they're like, Holy shit, this is so much easier. Next. Um, Anne, I give my four and a half month puppy treats for sitting, staying, etc. but I'm worried I'm conditioning her to only do it for treats. When should I wean her off treats for directions she knows? So I would stop using treats and I would start using food. Use the dog's daily kibble. That's how they eat. So four and a half month old puppy, like whatever they get, two cups of food a day, take their food, put it in a little treat bag, and on every day use their food. 18-week-old puppy, massive amounts of food training. Just do tons of food training. You can also do clicker training um, or any other. You can use yes as your marker. Um, and then you can start doing variable rewards if you want to. And then you can start doing some without rewards. But you want to be doing thousands of repetitions. Next. Juan, hey, Jeff, love your videos. Thanks, Juan. 
Kara, tips on starting a dog training business. Should I make business cards? I have a GST. That's my best example of my work. I don't know how to find serious clients. Men are the worst. They are never serious. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's a, that's a stereotype. I won't take offense to it because I'm a man. I take offense to it because you're wrong. Um, So what you want to do is, is probably do a Skype with me and I can actually start you on the way to doing a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, because that's what I do for a living is I do business Skypes, but be careful about using your German shepherd as your demo dog. Cause what you're saying is that all your clients dogs will do what your German shepherd dog does and it won't, and they won't. So starting a business is not easy to do. Um, but you don't need business cards to do it. You just need, you need a website and a Facebook page and an Instagram. So that's the big thing. You need lots of videos, you need photos. You need how-to stuff. You need to be a nice person. You need to have good human skills. And right off the bat, by you saying men are the worst, I'm going to question those human skills of yours. So let's let's work on that right now. Let's work on that right now. Unless you want to be only training females. Only training females. But guess what? You'll find some females are not nice as well. So nice is nice. Not nice is not nice. It doesn't make a difference if someone is a male or a female. Next. Mm-hmm. One, I have a six-month-old Staffy Husky mix. Barks a lot in the crate. I just rescued last Sunday. Do you recommend e-collar? A bark collar at a minimum. Next. Uh, Katya, love listening to all your content. Greetings from Belize. Hey, Belize. Thank you, Katya. Caitlin, how should I go about adding structure and dealing with the nervousness in the car? She's great with the e-collar and we've eliminated her leash reactivity with it. Can I use e-collar for these issues? You can. I would actually, you can do, depending on the size of your vehicle, depending on the size of the dog, you can put a crate in the car, dog in the crate, put the dog into a down, and a minimum put the dog into a down in your car. Next. Tom size vlogs. How would I get my mom's Pomeranian to stop with separation anxiety? This is about a nine-year-old dog that whines and cries when she leaves the room. So, Tom, when she just leaves the room, mm-hmm. well, that's easy. Just remote collar and tell the dog to shut up. Um, why, get my separation anxiety video. And massive amounts of structure. Practice duration downs, duration place. Crate with the door open. Crate with the door closed. Cut down on affection. Keep the dog off the furniture. Keep the dog off of the bed. Um all, you know, all the things that we recommend. It's not forever, but let's start. Remember, it's rehab. Next. Um, Aditya, how to stop play bite or is it normal? Um, Aditya, how old's your dog? I don't know how old her dog is. That the one that's four and a half? I don't know, 10 months, uh, I no, it's the 18 month old, 18 week old dog. I love 10 months. Okay, play bite. Well, if it's 10 months old, you bonk it, you correct it hard. If it's 18 weeks old, you would actually, I would take a bonker, say no, and then bonk. Next, Angie, my GSD knows all commands when I have food, but is super stubborn when there's no reward. Can I break him of this? Yeah, it's time to apply a proper punisher for lack of a known command. That's what punishment is. So, you know, we train every single command with a reward-based system. That's how we train. That's how most dog trainers train. We all use rewards, lots of them frequently for long periods, for, for massive amounts of repetitions. But then you've got a dog that becomes, that will only work for food. So what you need to do is you then you need to learn how to apply a punisher for the lack of compliance to the known command. Next. Kelsey, I also have a four-year-old Yorkie who growls at everything, never bit, just growls, pets, growl, give him treat, growl, talk to him, growl. 
Before you ask, no, he's not. In, he's not in pain. Just a anal old man. Okay. So what I would do is, if I had myself a little Yorkie that growled at me, again, I would take a bonker, and if it growled, I would say no, and I would throw it at the dog. Yes, I'm telling you to throw a cotton towel at your Yorkie, which is probably under ten pounds, but I don't care. You, a growling Yorkie is a pain in the ass Yorkie in my book, and the dog will stop. Next. Jenna, have you ever felt a dog was beyond help? At what point do you, decide, do you decide euthanasia is the best option? Well, it's not up to me. It's up to the owner. These aren't my dogs. So, you know, we tend to get very challenging dogs. So we do have a higher rate of dogs not getting to a point where we are where we are satisfied. Um, sometimes owners are, sometimes owners are not. Um, but that's the role that we have. Um if a dog can't be kept safe in the house, to me, that's a mandatory, something has to be done with that house. The dog the dog must leave the family. If it leaves dead or alive, that's open for discussion. But every dog should be safe in a house, meaning the people that live in the house should be safe. Nobody should be afraid of their own dog. So dogs should be safe. And humans should be safe. If we don't have that at a, min, a minimum, a very serious conversation must be had. And that's our job. Next. JT, fuck yeah, I made it. From experience, I must say Jeff's content is the real deal that works. Hands down, Jeff is the realest and truest a trainer can be. Fuck the snowflakes. Well, there you go, JT. Next year. <laughs> I'll go out and buy a shovel just for that. Next. Tom size blogs. I feel like every time I'm on my own, I can think of a million questions to ask. But then when you go live, I can't think of anything. So Tom, write them down. Write them. Write them down. <laughs> write them down. Or join my Patreon channel, and you can ask him anytime you want. Next. Who's dreaming over there? So loud. Tiffany. Girl. You take on shadow students. How can I get involved in that? Love from Austin, Texas. I watch, listen, and study your videos every day. Amy's from Austin. No, Amy's from Dallas. Amy's from Dallas. So we've, we've reached our Texas quota. <laughs> That's okay. I'll take as many Texans as we can get. Um, Just bring him some barbecue. No, not really. Not anymore. No? Nah. Okay. I, I mean, sure, but not, not like I used to. Yeah. Every meal, when I would be in Texas for two weeks, I'd have two weeks of barbecue. <laughs> That's disgusting. Florida for two weeks. Two weeks Breakfast, of barbecue. lunch, and dinner. Yeah, it's like barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Tiffany, email me, Jeff at Solid Canine Training. Jeff at Solid Canine Training. It's um, we, it's a very select program. I don't take anybody. Um, it's a considerable fee as well. And it's geared mostly towards dog trainers looking to take things to the next level. Next. Top chat. Top chat of four ninety nine. Grant, thoughts and thoughts and applications of a cattle prod or static baton. Um, Grant, there should really be no need for one. There should be no need for one. So... Um, now you, you, if a dog, if an off-leash dog attacked you, I can see that, but in your own dog training, you shouldn't need one. You shouldn't need one because you're, you're because you're utilizing muzzles. Hopefully you're utilizing muzzles and dominant dog cowers and you shouldn't need, and you shouldn't need that. So those are great for breaking up dog fights, but those are great for off-leash dogs, um, running at you next. Jess dog listens when treats or prong or e-collar on is inconsistent. If none of those are present. So Jess. How long have you been doing the commands? How many thousands of repetitions over how many months have you been doing the commands? Next. Wiley, with a nervous dog, do you food 
do food fast on the first day? I'm thinking it will make it easier to counter condition for some dogs. I know some cases shouldn't use food to confidence build. Um, no, food food is great for confidence building. But if the dog is so fearful, it might not take food. But we don't food fast. We just have them work for food. But if you, I mean, one day without food, hold on one second. Not pots. Um, one day without food is not going to not gonna destroy the dog. Next. Sandy, what kind of training commands do you teach with the e-collar? What kind of training commands do you teach with prong collar? You can train any commands you want. It's, it's all dog training. So the command is not specific to the tool. So I can teach the same thing with a food and a clicker, a prong, and a remote. So it's that it's all dog training. It's all dog training. It's not like we only use this for this command. Next. Wiley says thank you to you both. You're welcome. Uh, Janet, I have a pit who got bit by a dog at the vet. She is now afraid of other dogs. How do I fix it? We have other dogs. She is afraid of him. She is two and a half. How'd your dog get bit at the vet office by another dog? What kind of fucking shit show is going on in that lobby? That's probably where it happened. That's why it's like all these dogs in lobbies of vet offices. It's like if there's any veterinarians, you know, you know, watching this show or vet techs or people that, you know, are in admin and vets, get your freaking waiting rooms under control, please. No dogs on flexi leashes. Every dog with its owner or next to its owner. No dogs just like going up to other dogs and sniffing them. No people going up to other dogs. Dogs are sick. Dogs are injured. Dogs are nervous. Dogs are fearful. And people want their dogs to be left alone. So how to fix that? That's a, that's a pretty intense rehab protocol. You want to find a balanced pack with somebody that has a skill set that can help your dog work work through that. Next. Top chat. Top chat of 499. Grant, thank you for answering all your questions with enthusiasm. Oh, you're welcome, Grant. Thank you. Lynn, how do I stop submissive peeing with some people? Not all. We have tried place, calm her, then sit. Yeah. Uh, we'll still pee when sitting if person comes over to her. Mostly grandson who is 18. Our girl is eight months. Yeah, I know. What a fucking pain in the ass that is. She so answers your response every time. I can stop biting. I can stop biting before I can stop nervous excitement, fear, pee. I can't stand pee. Um, so all I know is this. What I need you to do right now is have the grandson stop going over to the dog. Jeez, Jeff, then you're just avoiding the situation. It's like, I need some help on this one. You usually do not hear me say, keep the dog under threshold. I'm the guy that says, fuck that. You push the dog above threshold and you teach the dog how to deal with it. But when it comes to liquids Coming out of the body, I'm like, let's keep them in there and let's keep everything below threshold right now. And we have to start doing new patterns. So for now, I would keep the grandson away from the the dog, massive amounts of structure, lots of duration. Nobody pets the dog at all. Give this dog into the habit of realizing that there's nothing going on when people are coming over. Go lay down and be calm. Next. Scarlett, my husband and I found your channel about a month ago. We were already using a prong collar, but the bonker is a game changer. We are saving up for an e-collar, but thank you for all you do to help. Scarlett, you're welcome. Pretty cool how you never have to save up for a bonker, isn't it? It's already in your house. You never got to save money for a bonker. No. You know what I mean? I'd use a bonker, but I just can't afford one. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like... 
Um, actually, bonkers are illegal in my country. <laughs> like nobody ever says that, do they? Nobody ever says that. Never. Nope. They say it about prong cowers. They say it about shot cowers. Actually, you can't even. Pretty soon you'll be. Pretty soon you won't be able to create your dog in some other countries. In sad. Sweden, you can't. Next. So sad. Uh, Tom size vlogs. I asked my vet if a prong collar would hurt my dog because she has no hair on her neck from mange. Instead of getting an answer, I got, we don't support prong collars here and gave me a brochure for a special lead. Should I change vets? I would change vets or just don't talk to your vet about dog training. That's it. So why wouldn't he support prong collars? Says the guy who cuts off testicles on a regular basis. Right. Says the guy who puts cancer-causing ingredients into dogs and syringes, calling calling them vaccinations. To the guy who, on a regular basis, takes sharp objects and cuts open dogs. To the guy that charges money to clean teeth when you can just give the dog fucking bones, feed the dog raw. To the guy that runs excessive blood work on your dog and blood panels when they actually don't need them. To the guy that says, do you want us to rip open your dog's chest and manually stimulate the heart as a last effort to keep your dog alive when it's never worked, but it's $1,800. But prong collars, he doesn't support. That's okay. Take your business somewhere else. Sorry. I think vets should stay in their fucking lane. Stay in your lane. And dog training is not their lane. Nutrition is not their lane. Next. Duncan, my three-month-old Pomsky always tries to bite my hands hard. I've tried a few things from acting like it hurts. I've tried diverting his attention to other toys. I'm not sure what is the best thing to do. Not what you're doing. So you've got a 12-week-old dog, your little fucking shit Pomsky. I know what you're doing because the books say that. Ow! Okay. That doesn't work, right? You look fucking stupid doing it. I'll tell you that much. All your friends are making fun of you. It's like, they're like, Duncan, really? Was that you shrieking? Redirecting? Redirecting doesn't work. Redirecting trains a behavior. All right? Take your thumb, stick it in the dog's mouth, push down, hold up on the bottom lip, keep it there, and... Your dog will go, this really sucks. Next. Mackenzie, my five and a half month old Puggle won't stop trying to steal food from my two young kids. How do we train him to stop stealing food? You make the act of stealing food suck. So So what you do is have your kids sitting there eating food. Get yourself a bonker. Stand right by the kids. Tell the kids what you're going to do so the kids don't freak out. The kids, kids won't eat for three days. <laughs> so we're about to bonk the dog. That's right. And tell them what you're going to do. Tell the kids what's going to happen. The puppy's probably going to scream and run away. Don't worry. Mommy or daddy didn't hurt it. But we can't have the dog because it's going to end up turning into a bite one day. You say no. Throw that at the dog. It'll stop stealing food. Can also teach the out command. Teach the out command, and the kids can also use out. Next, Pedro, my oh, puppy. top chat. Sorry, five five dollars. Oh, I didn't see that come through. Oh, I'm from Lynn. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Recommend your videos to so many people. Thanks for keeping it real, Lynn. Thank you. Next, 
Pedro, my puppy always chews on ears when playing with other dogs. We live with another dog and do not want her to keep chewing on them. What are your suggestions? I mean, what's the what's chewing like as in what? Like a piece of fat? You know what I mean? It's like chewing to, to like to destroy it or just nibbling. If it's not bothering the other dog, then who cares? So, you know, if you want to stop it, you just say no and you can just give the dog a leash pop. But I would think that if it bothered the other dog, the other dog, they would correct it. They would correct it next. Yuko, hi, Jeff. All of your dogs trained by e-collar because I see they're not wearing the e-collar now. They never wear e-collars usually. I've been having putting one on text lately every once in a while. I'm working on a couple of issues. But um, let's see. They have, they, most of my dogs are naked all the time. They're underneath voice. They're underneath voice control. Um, and even e-coward trained dogs should be underneath voice control in the house eventually. Uh, let's see. Tex was trained on a remote collar. Kira was trained on a remote co- collar. Girl. They all were trained on remote collars for some specific things. But they don't wear them. They're, most of them are underneath voice control. Next. Janet. Yes, that is what happened. She was next to me. The dog was on a long line at the vet's office. Oh, at the vet office. On a long line at the vet office. Oh right. Kara, I say men are the worst because so far it's an excuse to get my number or ask me out. It's really frustrating. So, Kara, so number one, you're attracting the wrong people. You know, you are a female. You're going to get people to come up to you. But it's also on how you present yourself. So, you know, Joelle is is a beautiful woman and she's easily accessible online and she doesn't put up with any shit. Therefore, she rarely gets shit. So it's a given that men are going to ask you for your number. That's welcome to the world. That's going to happen. And you will just have firm boundaries and you will just say no. Or what you do is don't make business cards with your phone number. You have a website. And on your website, you have a way that people can get into your, um, uh, uh, to, to hire you. So we have a pre-screening process on our website. Um, so you can give people your, your website and that can be the first place they go to. So don't make your phone number easily accessible. All right, next. Mm-hmm. But but to say that men are the worst because they ask you for your phone number, I've asked many women for their phone number. And they'll say no, and I'll say, okay. But when I was single, and if I found somebody attractive, back when looks were the number one priority for me, I would approach somebody that was attractive and I would strike up a conversation, and then I would ask them for their phone number. That's how people meet each other. And then to then take it to maybe coffee or dinner or drinks. And then obviously, um, you know, obviously sex. But now there's, you know, texting and online and, and dating sites, but that's what people do. So welcome to the world. That's how the world works. So you just can say no. That's it. It's easy. Say no. Next. Little life advice. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, that's what people do. Megan, collapsed trachea. Can you use a prong collar? Last time dog had prong on, they had a seizure. Client is afraid to use it again. Um, 
Oh, I probably will go with a remote collar next. Um, Michelle, you cut ears and dock tails, but you don't support prongs. That's hypocritical. Talk about vets. Oh, right. There you go. Next. Some don't do that, though. Some some vets won't declaw either. So, next. Jay, love everything you're saying. Yes. Cool. Um, Show's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> I might piss you off. <laughs> McCorn, dog doesn't pull, but is always a step ahead. Can't get him to follow. I've done the 180. I know I've gotten his attention. Love your content. Thanks, guys. So try remote collar heel. Also take a take the dog's healing, whatever side the dog's healing on, take that foot, extend it out, a little heel tap to the chest. Sternum's very strong. Next. Kara, can you explain how the dominant dog collar works? Is it similar to a slip? No, yes and no. Dominant dog collar, um, it literally takes away the dog's oxygen. That's as simple as what it does. Next. Mike, how do you train a dog to only listen to your commands and not just the words? Well, the commands have got words in them, Mike. Mike, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Like, maybe, like, they're just anticipating. Like, when you say break, you can be like, rake, steak. Like, you trick the dog to actually listen for the command. Right. Instead of just words. Exactly. I think that's what he means. Okay, so give the dog a command. If they don't listen, am I right, Mike? I think I, know, I think so. So give the dog a a word, and if they do the command, correct them for that. Is that what he's saying? I think I used to do that with West. So always anticipate if the dog's in a sit, and if you say, "Oh, he said sorry," meant that the dog only listens to me and not you. So what does he want him to That's do? That's not even close to how you ask the question, Mike. He wants the dog to only listen to him. Okay, so if he listens to somebody else, you correct him next. <laughs> Moses. Fuck, Mike. Mike is love struck. That's the problem. He gets all jumbled when, he, when you're on the screen. He's like, I, 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 I. you would have never known at the seminar, though. That's right. How do I stop my nine week puppy to stop biting people? Moses. Um, well, get him to stop bite. So, a nine week old puppy, get him to stop biting people. You know, you have to ask. You have to have, has to have people to like correct him. So I would I, right now at nine weeks old, I wouldn't have a lot of people touching the dog. So I would do everything with the dog. Give him to stop biting you first, and that's with your thumb in the mouth and you push down next. Christine, men never ask my number, no matter how cute my dog is. Oh well, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't just keep it to yourself. Um, Raya. Any tips on stopping aggression with an eight-pound Yorkie, Mini Bonker? He bites the larger dogs in the house, which they've tolerated so far, but scared of a disaster eventually. Yeah. It's going to end up with death. So you use yourself, get yourself a bonker, say no, correct the dog, or put a leash on the dog and just tell it to cut the shit. Next. Angie, my 11-month GSD barked at me today when I refused to give him attention. He's barked at other family members before and never growled. Should I be concerned? Um, not concerned, but just tell your dog to shut up. You know what I mean? So he's 11 months old. It's going to get worse. So tell him to knock it off. Next. Tom Size Blogs. Thank you guys so much for all the information. I'll definitely put it all to use. I don't think I can thank you enough. You're welcome, Tom. Next. That's so nice. Yeah. Sandra, dog is anticipating my next command. So it's okay to mix up my routine, even though structure is yeah. also a very good thing. I love she's learning our routine so well. Yeah, absolutely, Sandra. Absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> That's it right now. That's it right now. That's okay. So let's see. What can we do? We're going to go to um, jeffgelmanseminars.com, jeffgelmanseminars.com to see our tour. Um, we might be announcing one or two more, one in November, one in December. 
still shooting for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to make it there this year. 2020, we're going to start doing some good international ones. The UK, Australia, mm-hmm. probably Singapore, maybe Dubai. What else is happening? A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Gonna put some videos up tomorrow. I made that intro video for the crate okay. video. You can probably get that up tomorrow. Make sure I get that to you right now. Um, do some more social. Get some new stuff up on social. I do every day. I know you do. Oh, <laughs> more questions. Yep. <clears throat> Let's see. Jay, my dog got run over by a kid playing in a wheelchair. Now she barks and she sees kids. How do I stop this? I'm trying to desensitize it at the park, but it hasn't worked thus far. Yeah. Find a playground with kids. Start at a distance. Correct the dog. Next. Casey Kurtz, you momentarily mentioned dog parks earlier in the chat, and you seem to not like them. Can you elaborate? Um, I've gone on tangents on them. Um, Big tangents on them. I actually went into it in depth. I pretty much just got it right out of the way. So dog parks, I'm not talking about a 10-acre area that's fenced in. You know, I'm talking about your average dog park, which is probably around – you know, 800 to 2,500 square feet, um, which is filled up with dogs, with unknown behaviors, with owners, with 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 no clue what's going on. You don't know about any of the, the, the disease of the dog. You don't know about the, 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 the behavior of the dog. And it's a recipe for disaster. They're not safe. That's not socializing. That's not socializing. Meanwhile, plenty of people go to dog parks. In fact, I drove by one today in Providence. And they seem to be enjoying themselves. So you're going to have people that enjoy them. But you're also going to have some really bad experiences there. Next. Um, Man, all these questions came in. I lost my spot. Um, Sandra, how was Clover's Thai birthday dinner? It was fantastic. I had duck. Let's see. What do we get? Oh, let's see. We got spring rolls, crab rangoon, steamed dumplings. We got a rice dish, Siam duck. Tell us more. (laughs) Hold on. I'm thinking. Oh, shit. What else? Is that cake you talked about? That's from Greg's. They don't have it there. (laughs) Okay. It's a huge cake. You want a piece? No. Yeah, it's huge. I'll just think about it. Next. It was really, really good. Next. Um, Zach, what size prong would you put on a 65-pound pit? Um, Three millimeter. Next. Van, when are you going to be close to Memphis? Memphis, Tennessee. I will be in Atlanta. About the closest I'm going to be is Atlanta, Georgia in two weeks. Jeff Gelman Seminars next. Wiley, what's your best marketing technique for beginning dog trainers before and after videos, promo video? Putting out massive amounts of content for free with no obligation of anything in return. Get your dog out there with your t-shirt on, walk in public, train tons of dogs for free, document your work. Put it up there. Keep your day job. Next. Mike, can I get a discount to come to another seminar so I can see Joelle? No, Mike. <laughs> you're going to be paying double from now on. <laughs> Next. Uh, Roxy, pup is scared of men. Unsure of women. But if men come to the house, friends will hide and bark. So that's just lack of socialization. A lot of people assume he must have been hit by men. That's a bunch of bullshit. So keep the dog on a leash. Have the dog go to place. Or if it has a crate, have it be in its crate, lying down quietly. Next. Melissa posted your seminar website. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Lee. Hi from Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane. Yep. 
Do you have any ideas of training while on rest for injury and post-surgery? Example, post-TPLO surgery. Thanks. Good good fucking luck. Isn't that what girl had? Yeah. So she did eight weeks of place. She was did eight weeks of place swimming. So swimming. You guys have got warm weather there right now. Swim. You can swim. After about two weeks, you can start swimming. That's it. Swimming, leash walks. That's it. I didn't run girl for almost six months. I know. Run her. I know. I followed you on Instagram during that. Yeah. Show. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to mess this surgery up. Mm-hmm. It was hell. How did ne- you screw that up to begin with? Just years of just freaking. Being a maniac. Years and years and years of intense, intense work. Yeah. Next. I'm trying to get to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Find me a location in Brisbane for a seminar. Next. Ryan um, is 13 weeks old. Too soon to do structured walks on prong with large puppy. He would pull on anything else. No, you can start now. Next. But all your training should be done with food and clicker right now. Sifle. Yep. Recently put my six-month-old dog on a prong because he is pulling issues, which has been working great so far. Problem is he whines and barks for attention from strangers. Any tips to practice? No. Pop. Next. Sue had a trainer come to our club for a seminar and first words out of her mouth were, I really dislike people. That's why I train dogs. Holy shit. So good luck with that business model. Um, Everybody should have walked out. And don't tell me who that is, but that's the problem in our industry. You get a huge amount of people. People don't understand this. This is a people business. So people think I I love dogs. I don't love dogs. I love humans passionately. So I'm in this for the humans. So a lot of people are drawn to the dog training business. First of all, that sounds like a fucking asshole to me. Like who would say that at a seminar? If anything, keep your mouth shut. It's like, we all paid money to be here. Dick. Next. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike says, when is Angelo launching his own channel? Looking forward to it. I want to hear more about the hackers that he's trying. <laughs> so Mike. <laughs> talk about the Illuminati. <laughs> so Mike, tomorrow he's going to take. Listen to this. Tomorrow, Angelo is taking over my Instagram stream. Is he? Live. Good. He can do all the social for me tomorrow. Yep. Great. Yep. I'll have him in the training center too. Cool. We're going to do, we're doing social with, with, with Bert and Wesley. Great. Okay. And Wesley. And then we're going to. I don't do, know who that dog is. Who's Wesley? <laughs> he's the German shepherd that doesn't whine. Yeah. His alter ego. <laughs> yeah. See, with me, he's the non whining, he's non whining German shepherd Wesley. Okay. With you, Weston. He's, the, he's, he's Weston the whiner. Next. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet, someone let their child bark. Yes, a bark through the window of the car at my dog, Raina, after staring her down for about 20 seconds. Raina was fixated, don't have e-collar yet, but didn't bark. Good. Scarlet, there's idiots everywhere. You have to dummy-proof your dog. If somebody wants to let their child bark at your dog, that's on them. Next. Scarlet. Oh, I already read that. Christine, I would tell people socializing a puppy at a dog park if they recommend learning how to drive on the Autobahn. Next. Yes. <laughs> Moses, thoughts on neutering dogs. That's funny. Um, thoughts on neutering dogs. So I'm a big advocate of choice, both with females and dog owners um, and a lot of other people too. And a lot of other categories, not just on, on, um, um, you know, on uh, uh, spay and neuter. Um mm-hmm. I think that all dogs leaving shelters should be spayed and neutered. Um, 
I think that if you own a dog and you get one from a breeder, um, if you import a dog, well, usually from a breeder, you should have the choice of if you're going to spay or neuter. Um, it's uh, To me, that's optional surgery, not mandatory. Uh, Kira is intact. My next male dog, I will most likely leave intact. Um, um, every bad behavior that exists with dogs that come to us, the dogs are desexed. So that didn't stop it. Next. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Jenna, are your seminars only for dog owners or trainers benefit from attending as well? Would a trainer looking to improve their skill set benefit, for example? Thanks. I would say 25% to 30% of my um, seminars are dog trainers, but I also do a dog training seminar, um, t3seminar.com. That's a week-long one. The number one thing you're going to learn at my seminars is, yes, you will get some, some skill set, absolutely. I use remote collars slightly to dramatically different than a lot of people do. Um, you will learn how to apply a proper punisher that is effective. The number one thing you're going to learn is how to communicate with humans. And believe it or not, it's not like this show. I assure you, it's, a prof- it's more professional than this. Just like when I'm at work, I can't behave this way. So I'm sure Amy is sitting there. She's already seen the show. But Amy, who's my shadow student, and even with Joelle, I can't behave this way in the workplace. I, it's just it's not professional. This is an entertainment show. But the biggest thing you will learn at my seminars as a dog trainer is how to communicate difficult conversations in a way that's easy to understand that the owner then will duplicate what you want them to do. That's probably the best thing. How to explain stuff simply. Most dog trainers get their egos stroked through sounding smart. I get my ego stroked through owners winning. And in order to get an owner to win, you need to be very simple. Make it simple. That's the magic to what we do. When you make it complicated, you're doing it for your own ego, not for the owner. I'm pro-owner. Next. The Pichu, or it's just Pichu now. Good evening. Got a prong yesterday, a cheap one until I can get the good one. Is it normal that the dog squeaks when giving a correction? Not happens always, but he did it like three times in two days. Yes, it is. It's, 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 it, yes, it happens. It happens. Top chat. Um, $5. Jenna, thanks for taking the time to answer all these questions. Thank you for helping dogs and owners. Jenna, thank you. Tom size vlogs. Oh no, Tyler, recommendation for a dog that gets more excited when given a correction on a prom. Yeah, sometimes dogs get driven up. Your timing could be who's that? Uh, Tyler. Tyler, 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 your timing could be off. Your timing could be off. So try to recognize the signs earlier in the sequence. That's what it could be. Next. Next. Tom size vlogs. Is it easier to train dogs in a city or in the country? What would you prefer asking for when I train my dog? Um, where's your lifestyle going to be? So where's your lifestyle going to be? So a lot of people that do country training is good, but when you go into a city, your dog falls apart. Next. Christine, the human element is the hardest part of any job. It's not that I don't like people. It's just that their bullshit is harder to take and more difficult to navigate successfully. Right. Sandra, shout out. Thanks to the mods for deleting as needed. Yeah, don't worry about it, guys. So, Steel and Vid. I had to put him in a timeout. Yeah, he likes to call me a fag. Over and over again. Which is which is fine. So, Steel and Vid 
I'm going to give you a little bit of screen time right now. Steel and Vid like to call me a fag. And I imagine that you're 12 years old because I would, because if you're above the age of 13 and you're going on to forums calling people fags, good luck with that. So um, just to let you know, it doesn't bother me at all. doesn't anger me whatsoever. You're looking for a reaction and you got it. Um, but you look pretty stupid. You, you, you look stupid. There's a lot of other ways to get attention. Next. I used to love when I listened to the podcast and you, once in a while you would like, yeah, once in a while I jump talk in there. to a troll. Like, what are all these that are being deleted? Why was somebody deleted comments? Yeah. Oh, call me a fag. So all right, great. Funny. I mean, do I look like a cigarette? Next. <laughs> okay. Angie, <laughs> I used the Dogtra 1900. I'm having a hard time finding a working level. Do you know anything about how this particular collar runs cooler than others? No, I I, I, tr- I started dog training on, on the Dogtra 1900. It's a powerful collar. Check fit. Make sure you're getting really snug fit. It's probably a fit issue. If you've got a thick fur... Thick for dog, make sure you're using the thick for contact points or the longer contact points. Next. Mike, good night, guys. Just want you to know Maddie had been in place the entire show. She loves watching. You are the best and really change owners' lives. Thank you so much. And this actually is the end of the show. Look at that. So thank you so much. Guys, you guys are great. Um, This is what we're going to do. We're going to log off because it's the end of the show. And today is what? Saturday? I'll be back out on Monday. Mondays are at 8.30. That's with Linda. She co-hosts those. Those are an hour show. Um, In the meantime, check us out on IG stories on Instagram. Obviously, our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Melissa's putting up a lot of good content up on YouTube every day. I think we're putting up to like almost 40 videos a week right now. At least 30 videos a week are going up on YouTube right now. We're really, really ramping up our, our YouTube stuff. Got some nice little thumbnails coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna hit the gym tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What's tomorrow? Uh, chest. chest. Doing chest tomorrow. Actually, you know what? I don't know if I can. I gotta start work at nine. Oh, you do. Yeah, because we have that one open. One of the gyms opens at seven. We'll figure it out. I'll talk to you in the morning. I'll talk to you in the morning. Um, and tomorrow's family day, so we're negotiating a movie. We'll see. I thought you were bringing Angelo to work at some point. I'll do that in the morning. Okay. Yeah, he'll come to work in the morning because we'll run dogs. I'll run your dogs. So, yeah. So, watch out for Angelo on Instagram. He'll be emceeing some stuff tomorrow. All right? And hopefully, he'll talk about dog training, and we'll try to center him on that because I can just see him, like, talking about it. It's like... Minecraft. It's like, Mike, like, this dog reminds me of... These animals that I, like, duplicated That's in right. Minecraft. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much. I'm honored and blessed to have an audience. Um, thank you guys so much for doing the hard work. And thanks for all the thumbs up. Even the thumbs down. It's called engagement. I don't mind. All right. Take care. Love you.